0: This is the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma, coming to you weekly with your wedding worries or dilemmas, which we will help solve. From time to time, we'll also be joined by special guests from the wedding industry or couples in the middle of planning their own wedding. If you have a wedding worry or dilemma you would like our help solving, please get in touch by using our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. You're listening to the IG Crew podcast with Jen and Emma. Please like, subscribe, rate and review our podcast on the platform you listen or watch us on. We really need that support and appreciate all of you being here every week with us. This is episode 18, 18 weeks of us rambling on.
1: (laughs) I know, you think, oh yeah, we've stuck it out for 18 weeks, but we literally every week just had a chat about a load of rubbish and... (laughs) our opinions out there
0: i don't know if that's a good thing or not <laughs> i think that's a great thing as we have become an international podcast in the last 18 weeks we have um shared our views in the last 18 weeks i don't know what else we've accomplished in the last 18 weeks but international 18. fame i think is yeah. up there <laughs> uh this week we're talking all things proposals tis the season to get engaged
1: yes i love this time of year because the engagements do do roll out don't they i think it's nice and also i kind of like the engagement stories a bit more than the wedding stories because they're typically the male focused like, like they're male-led aren't they so you mm-hmm. get to know the groom's personality through them and so they tend to be a little bit more out there and a bit don't know we'll find out i suppose
0: in this episode we will find out um, a little secret of mine, well, it's not a secret, some people know, but I actually proposed to Ian before he proposed to me, and shock horror, he said no. <laughs> but can I you imagine didn't... if he had said yes? And then that would have been the story. Oh, how did you and Ian get engaged? Oh, I asked him to marry me. Did you ever and... ring? No. No, just slotted on through it. How did George propose?
1: Um, Well, I'm not very good at telling stories. And so I'm going to try and do this justice because this had some really lovely points, some really funny points, and a really infuriating point. So, can't wait. I'm going to take you back nine years, this time last nine years ago. This time nine years ago? I think it was nine but this time of year yeah because so I it was Jordan's 30th birthday and he's born on New Year's Day Mm -hmm. um so I was I was arranging to take him uh on like a little holiday for his birthday over New Year's so we went to took him to Prague I booked everything and if you know me, booking holidays is not really my thing. I'm the person that just turns up with their passport and is quite happy to go anywhere and go with the flow. But asking me to book flights and everything is not my thing. But I did it. I paid for everything. I did it. I booked all our excursions. I was really proud of myself. Off we went, a couple of like a day or so before New Year's Eve. And um really 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 proud of myself and we were having a really nice time Mm -hmm. and anyway on new year's eve we were going to like prague's got a big castle and it was really snowy so we were going up to this castle but because it was really snowy we thought we'd just walk rather than get like the bus or anything so we were walking up and then we saw like this little um in like the mountain like a carved shop and we went in and it was actually a starbucks so we thought oh we'll stop in there
0: excellent
1: stop in the carved carved out starbucks and we just you know got a drink and sat in and if you can imagine it's like it's literally carved into the walls of a cave so it's really sort of like domed, echoey stone walls and you just sat there and and there was quite dim and everything and it was really busy we all sat there And Jordan did the biggest, loudest fart I can ever imagine. And because of the shape of the room, it like echoed (laughs) and everything just went silent. People put their papers down. You know, you couldn't even hear the tinkle of China of the cups on the table or anything. And they were just staring at him. We were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, you know, after them kind of, embarrassing sort of moments people then start to get on with their business and like the noise starts to creep in but he like... laugh laughing off or we but f- for the f- it felt like minutes that everybody was silenced but it's probably only a couple of seconds and then we sort of just got up and walked off because we were like we can't sit here and have everybody. <laughs> but it was quite obvious it was him because like the shape of the room it was directional you know? Anyway, we got out and I was like, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. And I was like really going in on him because I was really embarrassed. <laughs> Don't I ever do that again, Jordan. That was gross. Uh, uh, uh. Just like giving him the angst. Anyway, we carried on walking up to, the, up to the castle in the beautiful snow. And we found like this little secret garden. And then he got down on one knee and proposed so it was beautiful because we it was a snowy we're in the mm-hmm. castle in the private little garden it was nobody else is in the garden he proposed got down on one knee I think I just grabbed the ring off him. <laughs> like grabbed the box, and took the ring. I didn't even like say anything. Just get that ring on my finger. It had been ten years by this point. I'd been yeah. waiting. So, um, and then he stood up and he obviously had something planned in his head. So he was holding my hands and he was like swinging them backwards and forwards. And he was like rocking on his heels because he was obviously like a bit nervous, rocking on his heels. And the only thing that he could say is like my nickname over and again. He calls me Bibsy, so he was like, "I'm Bibsy, 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 Bibsy." Bibsy. <laughs> it was, I was like, but I didn't really care because I was like putting the ring on my finger. The ring was on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, he said some really nice things that I can't really remember because all I could remember is the the Bibsy, Bibsy swinging merry-go-round type <laughs> in the playground <laughs> um and we took some photos I wrote I said yes in the snow it was really really nice
0: oh that's nice
1: um and then we sort of walked around the the castle and sort of were in our bubble of love and it was really nice and that, that evening we had like a um I'd done like a riverboat cruise for New Year's Day like New Year's Eve so yeah it was quite nice but you know when you've got your ring on and you're just like letting everyone doing everything with your left hand because you just want everybody to see it
0: and it's so sparkly isn't it so
1: so sparkly he'd done really well with the ring
0: what was the ring like
1: um so it's like a a single diamond on the top and then he'd sourced uh four pink diamonds that are around the side um i love it and it had it, he'd had it designed and it had it he designed it and he had it made. So it was really it was really nice. And we spent the rest of the holiday like in our like love bliss. The infuriating bit is that when we got home, he'd completely hijacked my present of taking oh, him to Prague yeah. for his 30th birthday. So everybody was like, oh, to go to Prague they proposed you fucking didn't I took you to Prague and you hijacked it with the proposal thank you very much so now everybody thinks he took he took me to Prague no it's not quite true didn't win that story did he? Yeah. but we had talked about the whole farting in a Starbucks and he was like he was just so nervous that he, <laughs> he, he just couldn't, couldn't hold it he just couldn't control his bodily functions was it a surprise? were you
0: yeah. shocked yeah you had yeah. no idea no idea at all no S- idea sneaky 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 how do they get away with doing things like that without us knowing? i don't know how long did it take him to design the ring and everything how much was that, so, I, was that I, I, so
1: we went to like um a diamond vault mm-hmm. about a year and a half before he proposed because we just wanted to understand diamonds and where where it's worth spending money and where it's not, like because we didn't understand clarity, we didn't understand carrots, we didn't understand any of that. So we went to this little little diamond vault. This little old man came out with a big briefcase and like, was showing all the diamonds and looking at the sizes, and that's where I I pegged the pink diamonds. Yeah. But I didn't make a big fuss because they were in their own special little area, which I thought that's not that's not our budget. You could just tell in the tray, yeah, where our budget sort of lied. So I didn't. I was like, oh, they're really pretty, and he said, oh yeah, they're rare pink diamonds, and I just left it because I just thought that's not that's not anything that we can get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think from then he had a good idea of what I what shape I liked, what I liked, and so I think it probably took about eight months because he Mm -hmm. went backwards and forwards he said over email with designs and because he basically picked the diamond on that day we were there and put it and and sort of put it on hold which I didn't know anything about and then went backwards and forwards with design and I think it only took the guy like the ring the jeweler a couple of months to actually make it Mm -hmm. it's good to see that you're wearing it today I haven't got it on I've put on a little bit of weight, so they're a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Yeah. All right. It's all right. It's all right. Just don't put them on. <laughs> <laughs> Have That's you what, got yours on?
0: No, because I, I'm the same. If if my weight's fluctuating, I don't like wearing them. No. So, no, I'm also not wearing mine. But people, I think people think... I had coffee with somebody that I hadn't seen for a while... This was probably two weeks ago, and I wasn't wearing it then, and they were like, uh, is everything okay with uh, you and him? Yeah, everything's fine, blah, blah, blah. Are you sure everything's okay? Yeah, they were. Wanna... Uh, yeah, everything, everything's fine. I didn't really, I, I thought it was a bit weird that they were clarifying, but I wasn't wearing my rings. So.
1: Yeah. I don't sleep in mine either, because I swell up like a hot dog when i sleep so they get really uncomfortable mm-hmm. and wake me up so i never ever sleep in any jewelry so in the morning if i'm rushing or you know if, if you're just having a slobby day or whatever i just mm-hmm. don't put them on so i don't wear i have no rings on more than i have my rings on but
0: mm-hmm. so i don't leave the house unless i have to the only time when i start panicking is if i can't remember where they are or if they're not in the place that i'd left them like now i'm panicking because i left them on like my vanity unit Mm -hmm. this morning but the cleaner has been since then ah they might be moved i don't remember seeing them so now i'm going to be worrying about that the entire rest of the podcast until
1: take your mind off it was there
0: any farting in your proposal there wasn't any farting but it definitely wasn't what i was expecting So I was expecting, because Ian's a bit of a showman, let's Mm -hmm. let's say, so he, and he had been going on and on and on for like the first three years of our relationship about how he loves a flash dance, is it called a flash, no, flash mob, Mob. (laughs) not flash dance. That's a film. Different conversation. (laughs) Um. How he loves a flash mob, and he was sending me all of these reels over the first three years of our relationship of these incredible flash mobs on like planes, on like in London at Waterloo, blah blah blah. And I was like, he's definitely gonna propose with a flash mob,
1: highly organized, choreographed, pre planned,
0: yeah, exactly. That's what I was expecting. Then we We then went to New York for my 30th birthday and I thought, here it is, he's going to do it, he's going to do it. I thought he might, maybe he'll get the captain to announce it on the plane because he likes doing something like things like that. But then I thought, no, because he knows I get embarrassed quite easily. But then there is nobody here that I know. So maybe he is going to, he didn't do that. Then we got to the hotel, got into our hotel room. He checked to see if there was a bath in the bathroom and there wasn't. So he's literally livid about this. We go downstairs. He wants to change rooms, get into the next room. There is a bath. He's happy. We then decide that we're going to go and grab a coffee before having a quick nap and then going out for dinner. He's looking for his wallet and he can't find it. It's nowhere. So we go through all of his luggage. Unpacked the whole thing, repacked everything, checked all of his bags, and his wallet wasn't in there. And at that point, I realised there's no ring box here, so he's not <laughs> he's not going to propose in New York. Never mind his wallet. Where is the ring box? It wasn't in any of his luggage. I was like, oh, okay, but You're then at least, least I, appointment. yeah. But then at least I knew. Then the second time when I thought he was going to do it. We were on um, charity bike ride. I was ironing something in our hotel room for the, like the evening meal. I was ironing, and he had been faffing around in his bags or something. And he was behind me whilst I was ironing, so I couldn't see him. And then all of a sudden, I heard his voice from like down, down below. Not like down below, but he was his voice was lower. So I thought, oh my god, he's down on one knee. <laughs> So when I turn around, the ring will be there. Turned around, he's just looking for his iPhone charger in the bag An- or on the floor.
1: Another lost item. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, he he loses everything. It's really frustrating because he goes into blind panic. It's the end of the world, and it's literally already in his hand or in his pocket or in a coat <laughs> pocket. So then, you know, life moves on. Blah blah blah. This was then two years after that. And we just, we got our puppy in, I think it was May, May or June, somewhere around there. And we got our we got our puppy Callie and uh, a couple of my friends had come over for dinner the night before. And Ian was insistent that we were going to take the puppy to the beach the following day. Like, oh God, why do we have to do that? Like literally couldn't be bothered. Yeah. But, no, no, yeah, we'll take the puppies to the beach. Great. Where are we going to go? Uh, we're going to go to Milford-on-Sea. Never been there before and never been back since. Got in the car. I sat in the back with Callie because I thought, let's just sit in the back with her. It was her first sort of longish journey. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure she was okay. She was obviously trying to get out of the little, like, doggy crate that we'd got for her on the back seat. Yeah. She puked up. I was like, oh, great. Pulled over, cleaned up all the sick, put her back in the thing, everything was fine. Carried on driving. She then puked up again.
1: Are you feeling slightly hungover as well? From your. your? Dinner? No, no.
0: no. Oh, okay. It was, it was at home. We had lasagna. It was a pretty chill night. But I don't deal well with sick or poo or blood or any, no bodily anything. I just can't be dealing with it. So then I was like, oh my God, we may as well just turn around and go home. He was like, no, 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 I'll just, I'll clean this up, it's okay. I had to wait outside of the car because the vomit smell in the car was very overbearing. Ugh. So he's there clearing up this sick, blah, blah, blah. I hadn't even got to the beach yet. Then another 20 minutes later, we arrive. I try to open my car door, but it is so windy that you can't you like you have to push the car door open to get out. I was like, oh great. Literally stepped out the car. All of my makeup was over my face and my hair was basically a wreck. I was like, Oh, I'm really glad I got ready this morning. (sighs) Then obviously it had taken ages to get there. I was becoming hangry. So getting really angry about every single thing, wanted to basically get in the car and go home. Ian was insistent that we carried on, took her down the beach, blah, blah, blah. So Callie and I start walking down the beach. She's obviously really excited. Loads of smells, loads of new things. Her paws are in the pebbles, blah, blah, blah. But so she's pulling, she's acting crazy. I was like, oh, I can't be dealing with this anymore. Gives him the puppy. I storm off in a strop because I'm literally livid by the whole situation. We get to a point where he's like, "Let's just, let's just sit down, have a little bit of leftover lasagna. You'll probably feel a bit better after that." So I was like, "Well, this is this is a bit weird that he's brought lasagna. Like he was insistent on bringing a picnic and blah blah blah." So I'm there having this leftover lasagna. I'm like, Are "You not having any? <laughs> no, no, I'm not really that hungry." I was like, "Okay." Gave the Tupperware back to him. He put it back in his giant bag. And then I was like, oh, I just feel all right now. Then he... we, And the way that it, Milford-on-Sea Beach works, it's it comes out like a shingle... bit, is that the right word? Like a shingle mound, but you can walk around it or you can walk along the top of it. So we're sort of sat on it a little bit. But people keep walking past. Yeah. Ian's obviously waiting for a gap in the people so that he can propose. So I'm just like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, no, nothing. Just look at the wind surfers, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, it's great. And then all of a sudden, he's like rummaging around in the bag, putting stuff away, gets the ring out, then he's down on one knee. But because we're on like a slope anyway... He's already down, if that makes sense. There wasn't really a getting down on one knee moment. He was already lower than I was. And then he proposed. And honestly, going through my mind, I was thinking, do you really think now is the time to do this? (gasps) Of all the places that we have been, we've never been here before. We've never gone back. Just means nothing to us. It's blowing gale force winds. That was it. Was just not what I was expecting. No, it's funny, isn't it? Because
1: they have a little plan, and and they're doing it, no matter what the situation yeah. is that's unfolding in front of them. They're this is my plan. It was I a terrible plan. Found this place on Google Maps. This was it, and here we go. <laughs> and then that they was... just go, they just go to pot. All like reason it goes out the break. It goes out.
0: None of it made any sense. Uh, and what to did this he day... Say? To this day, if he had taken me back to where we had our first date, which was Starbucks in Salisbury, and proposed there, that would have made more sense. Yeah. Or New York. Or somewhere special. Just at home. Just at home would have been fine. But no. So... I think he owes me a better proposal to be honest because it was terrible but say same as jord he said some really nice things uh obviously i had some questions i didn't say yes straight away because i just wanted to clarify a few bits and pieces my dad at the time wasn't was was angry with me for getting a puppy so he was he wasn't very well at the time so he, he wasn't quite himself and he just basically said that getting Callie was the worst mistake of, of my life, which I was devastated by because this new puppy was my everything. Mm-hmm. And my stepmom had said, oh, he's going to be really happy. He's going to love the fact that there's another dog in the family, blah, blah, blah. He thought it was the worst decision I ever made. So you were worried what his his reaction would be to you? You've yeah. been yeah. engaged. Yeah. First question. Uh, uh, you covered this off with Dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went, went to see him this week. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I was like, did you ask his permission? No, nah, I just told him what I was like. <laughs> well, at least he knows. He He's was okay friends. with that, was he? Yes, he was okay with that. <laughs> I,
1: I, that is just you all over, though. Just,
0: just a few things to cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a few, just a quick round of questions before I say yes.
1: I just grabbed the ring and ran off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, I said yes, though, but I'm hoping that for our tenth anniversary, he'll propose again with a black diamond. Okay, that's what I'm hoping for. Does I've already told him several times. Okay. Um, so it's not new news. What, so what,
1: let's plan that proposal. What? What do you want that to look like? Just to mean something, Em, not
0: in the middle (laughs) of fucking nowhere. We've never been back there. What was the actual point? What's the point of this? To be honest, maybe he
1: was hoping that might be your special place, but because it was so windy and so dire,
0: so (laughs) best not take her back there. The thing is, though, he'd never mentioned the place before. No. Never mentioned it since. Has he told you why you picked it? He doesn't know I, I, don't, I don't think he knows <laughs> i just thought it would be nice no it was not nice would be you know in the snow in a secret garden in prague nice would have been at the location of our first date Honest. but beggars can't be choosers so uh we we so <laughs>
1: Yeah, all right, no worries. Cool. <laughs> the <laughs> ring's lovely though, isn't it? He did yeah. wear well
0: on the ring. Well, that's because I chose it. Well, he listened and he picked it. True. And he had it he put a deposit down and it was on hold, I think, for a year and a half. And he was going through a bit of a challenging time. in like the months leading up to the proposal and he basically in as part of his proposal he basically said that he don't he doesn't know why he waited so long
1: oh i mean
0: it's not as long as yours or some of my other friends but he just didn't know what he was waiting for so he just decided that it was going to happen then in the middle of fucking nowhere then and there yeah, I, I think
1: that's probably why he he did that because he'd made his mind up, he'd got that ring,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he just wanted to do it. So, whatever the circumstances were, he just needed to do it. Mm-hmm. So he 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 did it on a windy beach. <laughs>
0: um, and then the then, we
1: came,
0: <laughs> <laughs> then we came then came home, and um, my dad and my stepmom were. Walking from their house to our house, and we—I think that I don't know if they knew that it was going to happen then, but they had a coffee with us, and I was showing my stepmom the ring, and I was like, "Look how beautiful it is! It's really different." So it's—it's kind of um, the middle part is the shape of a flower, and then the outside part is um outlining the flower, but with um blue sapphires. So it's diamonds in the middle, sapphires around the outside, and she looked at it and she said to me, I had a ring exactly the same as that. But I had to pawn it because I needed money for the kids and blah, 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 blah. So she'd given up this a very similar ring. It was basically exactly the same, but without the blue sapphires around the outside. And I just couldn't believe the similarity.
1: Yeah. And that just out of, just out of nowhere, there was complete, no
0: planning. No, no planning complete coincidence and then my parents my dad and my stepmom got married uh during as we were coming out of lockdown but you could only have i think up to four people at your wedding so that there was only six people in the room with the registrar and whatever that other person does two registrars person the book person yeah the one that holds the pen (laughs) um and she had found pretty much exactly the same ring that she had had to give up in a jewellery shop in Salisbury a couple of weeks before, and very similar wedding band to mine. So it is the most special connection that I have with her because
1: they're so similar.
0: Yeah, they're really similar.
1: It's nice. It is nice. It is nice. Do you want to hear what our listeners said? That's why I'm here, Jen. <laughs> I've turned up this
0: evening. <laughs> So there's some long ones, and then there's some short ones. And I apologise in advance because I actually haven't practiced reading them out loud. So you know when you just make your notes, and so we'll just see how it goes, um, and hopefully we get through them. It's fine. Listener number one. We were on a dog walk. We stopped on a bridge. I looked down to check our little boy in the buggy. Turned around and my partner was down on one knee with the ring. I, of course, said yes. That's cute. That's nice.
1: And their little boy. Hopefully, she liked the bridge,
0: unlike you, (laughs) who didn't like your mound of pebbles. I mean, I know I know this this person (laughs) well, and they might have been back once
1: (laughs) by accident.
0: i think it was a similar situation he had decided now is the time i'm gonna do it today and just made it happen
1: yeah i think sometimes that you know when they just make their mind up and that's it yeah just gotta do it in that next week otherwise they might talk themselves out of it or, what, or something mm-hmm.
0: um this is from a new listener and i haven't anonymized their partner's name so thank you for sending this in and you will know who you are okay here's our engagement story i made andrew go ring shopping back in 2020 when the shops finally opened back up after covid i only wanted to try on one ring and suddenly we were sat down in a little side room learning about ethically sourced diamonds yep anyway I found the ring that day and the salesperson wrote it down for Andrew along with my ring size and he kept it in his wallet until he was ready to buy it. I was convinced he'd propose in September 2022 as we had booked a holiday to Crete. I, however, am an obsessive person and did not stop talking about it. So Andrew refused to propose when I was expecting it.
1: I think that's quite a common thing that happens. We just talk and talk and talk, and they're like, no, leave me alone. I'll do what I want to.
0: I think because they like, like, it's their part, like you said earlier. It is their part of the process, let's call it. It's their thing. Don't tell me what to do and when to do it. You think I'm going to surprise you with a flash mob? No, no, no. no. I'm going to surprise you in the middle of a fucking hurricane in the middle of nowhere.
1: I'm going to surprise you by farting so loudly in a coffee shop. We have to vacate.
0: <laughs> but uh, I'll say yes anyway. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. In July 2022, he told me we were going for a picnic. And even though we were due to meet my parents, oh, even though we were due to meet my parents for lunch, lunch. so I was suspicious. <laughs> Really funny. He took me to a local field behind our house and told me to get the picnic basket out of the car. I opened it up, and inside was the ring box and a little love heart confetti shapes. He popped the question and brought some champagne too. We then Aww. met my parents for actual lunch and we were able to celebrate with them. Andrew then surprised me with even more. Andrew then surprised me even more with a trip to Nice, as I'd always said I'd wanted to go there. So we flew out a couple of days later and got to spend time together in our little engagement bubble.
1: Oh, well done, Andrew. The thing that sticks out in that story is he'd got the picnic basket and put the ring in, but hadn't bought any picnic. (laughs) They
0: had to go somewhere else for lunch. That's hilarious. I mean, I think I would also be suspicious, because that doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. Would you just go and get the picnic basket from the car that I'll I did be not like, pack with any food?
1: Yeah, I'd be like, no, you go and get the picnic. <laughs> I'm going to sit down. <laughs> Why should I carry
0: your belongings?
1: No way. It's actually amazing that we're married, Jen. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> our poor husbands (laughs) that might be why they meet
0: like a support group they have their own support group that we're not invited to yeah (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. well done Andrew Uh, this is another short one we got engaged in Iceland on a frozen lake Nick got down again I haven't anonymised the partner sorry Nick got down on one knee and had arranged for one of the other people on this little trip to take all the photos oh that's nice
1: frozen lake that's Mm. quite romantic isn't it
0: that is nice iceland
1: the photo thing's a nice touch as well Mm -hmm. because we've got we've got photos that we've taken ourselves you know like selfie and because it was absolutely freezing we had ear muffs and everything so they're pretty awful so if there was like somebody just taking a few photos that would have been better
0: I think we should start, share our engage our proposal pictures on Insta, okay? Because I, I, we obviously Ian loves um, taking pictures, so we obviously had a picture with me, Ian, the puppy, and the ring, and I remember afterwards sending it on our work group chat at the time, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Oh, Callie's first <laughs> trip to the beach! Isn't that nice? Look at the giant." fucking ring on my finger <laughs> <laughs> but it is, a, it is a nice picture so. well, that's surprising given the, the hurricane that was going on around you I mean I'm wearing Ian's coat brilliant but we will pop those pics on the story uh, okay next one yes please next one's a long one uh is it anonymised? Not sure. It was my 30th birthday weekend and my boyfriend of nine years booked a weekend away at the Tawny Hotel in Staffordshire. First of all, suspicious. Because if you if you have a look at the Tawny Hotel on Instagram, guys, it is a once in a lifetime, very special occasion location. So So this is this one's starting strong. Spoiler alert this again is somebody that i know very well as soon as their partner mentioned this hotel to me i thought mm. but i thought he was going to do it multiple times before so sort of knocked that out of my head so that i wasn't like oh how's your weekend going that, yeah. not pestering um but yeah if you i mean any of our male listeners that are preparing to propose the tawny hotel 100% you're going to get a yes so if you're a bit nervous um so romantic we stayed in a shepherd's hut which overlooked the lake and had an outdoor bath over the last few years on all our trips i would think this would be the one where he finally proposes but he never did (laughs) going on this trip i was so overwhelmed by all my birthday things i didn't even think about it our first night we eat in the restaurant and after many cocktails and wine as we left the restaurant the weather had turned into a crazy storm so we ran all the way back to our hut and was soaking wet when we got back. We decided to open a bottle of verve. Very nice. I mean this sounds like my engagement but the perfect engagement for me. Oh, listen yeah. We opened a bottle of verve and run the outdoor bath. As we lay there in each other's arms sipping and chatting my boyfriend started to become very soppy, talking about the first time we met and how he knew I was the one. After a lot of internal thoughts, thinking he obviously had a lot to drink, we pulled, we pulled out, he pulled out a gorgeous gold, sing- he pulled out a gorgeous rose gold single diamond ring and asked me what I think the future may hold. Well, because I was so relaxed with champagne in my hand, my eyes were closed. So he repeated himself again. Apparently, after waving the ring up and down, he then said, are your eyes open? I replied, no, I'm relaxing. And then I open my eyes and see this gorgeous ring turn around and he's asked the question.
1: Oh, Brilliant. It's like, hello, <laughs> are you listening to me? <laughs> I've planned this moment and you're asleep.
0: But all the while, you're thinking he is so drunk.
1: Thinking, How am I going to okay. get out of having to touch him tonight? <laughs> Bless.
0: That's a, that's a good one. He did good. That is a good one, yeah. He did very well, I think. And I think because they go on special holidays quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But this hotel is very different. If you if you have a look at it on Instagram, you'll understand what I mean. It's really really different. It's very special. So Ian, if you're listening, maybe a nice location to propose to me again. Uh, next one. This one's really funny. This was this was um, a two parter. So the, this is the message that they sent first. Husband carried the ring around in his shoe for a whole festival, but we were <laughs> too wrecked. Uh no 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 the story can't end there, so I asked a few more questions because I thought so he's, he's carried this ring around train the <laughs> whole weekend without proposing, because you were living your best lives. So I, I went back to ask the listener if um at what point did he propose. She said, Well, he had my granny's antique emerald in his Adidas. Adidas, depending on what you say, so in in his trainers, for four days. No box, just the ring. We were way too wrecked for a proposal.
1: Then he he brought a naked wing
0: slopping around in his sweaty festival trainer. That's absolutely disgusting. How did he not break it? It's an antique M. It's unbreakable. They don't make them like they used to. They don't. That is true. Then he brought it to Portugal, but I threw an airport wobbly and he mentally put it back in the box.
1: (laughs) So he was reading the signals. He was like, now is not the time. (laughs) G is crazy.
0: (laughs) Eventually did it on a beach a few weeks later with a ring that he had bartered for at a local market on holiday in Morocco. So it
1: was a different ring. It was a different ring. Maybe he was like, this ring is wrecked. And this has been in my shoe for two and a half years. I don't think this is the one she wants.
0: Yeah. so funny. Uh. Uh, this is, again, from a listener that's been with us since uh, episode one. So thank you so much for getting in touch and sharing this we have been together 17 years and we had booked to go to Edinburgh after my grandparents passed away, as it was their favourite place to go. Our youngest suggested climbing Arthur's seat, so it was the running joke that my other half was going to push me off it. Everyone knew, apart from me, he's really unfit and nearly died on the climb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I not I've never been to Arthur's seat, so I don't know what that's about. Is it on a hill? Is it? Yeah, is it's like sure? the
1: side of a mountain. Oh. Um.
0: I, actually, Jen, I said that with so
1: confidence, I have no idea.
0: <laughs> this is like the whole Africa conversation yeah. <laughs> Um, wait, where are I? I was running, joke, you pushing me off. Ev- everyone you, apart from me. He's really unfit and nearly died on the climb. When we got to the top, we sat on some rocks and then said, and then, and he then said, rather than push you off, will you be my wife? I then said, no, 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 no. As was so shocked, then cried for a week with happiness. I'm now walking down the aisle in July to Bruno Mars marry you. As it says, no, 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 in it. Oh, that's beautiful. That's really nice. Um, there's also another story that I have that I haven't written in my notes, but I definitely read it earlier. Um, so if you could just uh, fill in for a quick second while I try and find that. Yeah. Well, you completely put me on the spot now,
1: and my ad lib abilities are <laughs> lacking. So if you find said story quickly, that that would be great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a voice note. So Um, what I'll do is I will drop the voice note in if I can to this episode. If not, we'll just share it on the story. But it was basically, I can give you the the highlights if you like, not the, wait one sec. Am I back? Yeah, I'm back. Um, Basically, the highlights were this, the partner had planned everything. So he had taken his future fiancé to i think it was bournemouth he'd booked a um beach hut so she was prepared to go to a beach hut have a nice day down the beach blah 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 blah. she opened up the beach hut and it was all decorated with will you marry me he'd set up a camera so that he could record everything and then when she obviously said yes and then when she turned around he had arranged for all of her close family and friends to be on the beach watching it happen and then they all went for a celebratory lunch following. That is so nice. Which I think is so nice.
1: Risky. Because if she's said, yeah, no, there was a whole load of people there ready yeah. to witness that. Yeah. But nice. I just go, you know, the fact that he had decorated the beach hut and hiring a beach hut is
0: difficult. It's really stressful because you, you I mean, I don't even know how you do it. Do you hire it off the people that own the beach hut?
1: Yeah, 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 and so they're
0: decorating it and getting the camera. Off. Um, I've got a few more anecdotal stories that I haven't written down. Okay, so uh <laughs> you looking nervous about this one, Jen? because oh, I'm not sure if they listen to the podcast. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to change a few of the details. Um, so this couple have been together for quite a long time. The uh. The woman in the couple is basically quite controlling and pestering. And it's sort of the opposite of what happened. Um, she mentioned being engaged and getting married all the time. All, like, all the time. Yeah. Any conversation that she was having with her partner. So when we get married, blah, de, blah, de, blah. When you propose, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So they booked this big trip to Australia and um, she had said in the build-up to this big trip to Australia, if you don't propose on this trip, blah, 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 kind of giving him an ultimatum. Then, shock horror, looking out at the beautiful Airs Rock, she's preparing to have her picture taken, so taking off her hat, what, taking off her sunglasses, blah, 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 while she is while while the partner is preparing the video camera to take the picture that he's staging Uh i'm telling this really badly because some of it's a lie i'm changing the details so she's getting ready for to have the picture he's setting up the uh, video camera to record the whole thing not take a picture so you see her faffing around because i've seen the video you see her faffing around he's fumbling around with the camera then you can see him fumbling around in his pocket and then she, he gets down on one knee before she turns around she then turns around she's like oh my god and you literally you physically see on the video he all he says is will you marry me she says yes and that's the end of that Quickest engagement ever. Oh, well, he did what he was told. Did didn't what he, he was told. <laughs> and I think that was within the first couple of days. Just get out of the way so she stops talking to me about it. Yeah, get out of the way. Then I can relax for the rest of my holiday. Yeah. Bless him. But, but uh, to me, it is the will you marry me? Yep. The end. That's it. Not a few words. Yeah, he got his point across. <laughs> A Few words, <laughs> uh, but also one of my favourite proposals because it's captured on video and I love watching it. So yeah, um, so, yes. The build, build, up, up, to it, the build um, up to
1: it was more than the actual proposal. Yeah, yeah. The years of
0: birthstroke. Uh, <laughs> Why do we do that? I I don't think I did. Well, I must oh. have, because I asked him to marry me, and he said no. So that must have been part of the pester. Yeah, I no, I didn't pester. I don't think. Jordan might have a different version of that story, but I don't think I did. They can talk about it in their uh, married men's club.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any more proposals. There must be loads. My um similar situation. My dad proposed to my stepmom several times, and she said no every time. He kept trying. Is the point where you go, Well, what are we doing here then? Well, they never did. And then they got married in lockdown, apparently, for tax reasons. No, it's because you secretly love each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, lovely engagement story, though. So if, yeah, if do- there are any, please get in touch if you have an engagement story you would like to share with us, particularly during festive season yeah we'll do another episode or we could sprinkle them in i just love it i love an engagement i'm obsessed with it i know have you ever been there in a restaurant or anywhere where somebody has proposed no no me me either no
1: no i don't think it i don't, I don't think in oh actually
0: been, oh you have yes i have this was another time uh, when I thought Ian was going to propose. So I'm a huge fan of Celine Dion. Yep. And we had got VIP tickets to see her at the O2. So we were front row to the side of the stage, but in like the gangway, close to the gangway, which I knew that she would be walking on. Yeah. So I made a real effort with what I was wearing because I thought um, I could be getting engaged tonight because it was a big moment. I'd never seen her live before. The tickets had cost so much money, and it was a very special occasion for me.
1: Yeah. You will either been a- getting engaged, or you're becoming best friends with Celine Dion, one or the other. And either I wanted to look good. Fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, either would have been great. I mean, becoming best friends with her would have been amazing, but yeah. they say you should never meet your idols. It's true. Um, so I decided I was going to wear a nude colour long pencil skirt style. think mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian when she went through her long skirt phase, it was yeah. like that, but nude. I then wore like this little white bralette and then I wore an oversized jacket on top and I was wearing sandals because it was summer. Got on the train, Ian had booked me a first class ticket because I was going to meet him after work in London. It was 700 degrees. Yeah. No aircon in first class. Literally sweating profusely. He's like, Oh, did you get on the train? Okay. Yeah, I got on the train, okay, but I'm basically dying. So he makes sure that when he picks me up, that he has the aircon on, it's super cold in the car, blah blah blah. We get to the, the O2, we go we'll go have some drinks and some food, and then we go to get go through the gate to the VIP lounge, blah blah blah. Um Yes, your, your tickets have already been scanned this evening. What? Yeah, this this is a duplicate ticket, so you can't access the concert using these tickets that you've got. I'm sorry, yeah. what? Obviously I burst into tears because it was the worst thing I could ever hear. The way that we'd got our tickets was through somebody that we know that has um they have VIP tickets for the O2. There had been a bit of confusion when we booked them. We'd He'd booked the wrong day, so we'd have to, to get him to change them. But for some reason, he'd also given away the same tickets for the same night. So the woman had to phone him to see what had happened, blah, blah, blah. Basically, she was gone for what felt like seven hours. Yeah. While I'm obviously hysterical thinking that the concert is cancelled. My yeah. dreams are not coming true and I'm going to have to go home and tell everyone what happened. No engagement and no best friend. Yeah. So she comes back, she's rearranged the tickets. We have better seats than we thought we were going to have, which is great. Go find us seats, blah, blah, blah. Then I was like, Oh, I just need to nip for a quick wee before the concert starts. Go off, queue up for the toilet because I'm rushing. because I don't want to miss anything. Cause she's literally about to come on in five minutes straight into the cubicle. Whip down the nude skirt, sit on the seat. Then as I'm having a wee, too much detail, look around and realise that there is shit on the floor. Literal shit. Literal human shit. I'm like, oh my God, I think I've just trodden it. Get up off the seat. Somebody has closed the seat on more shit. Shit. So you
1: have
0: shit all over you? So I was like, oh my God, I've got someone else's feces on my nude skirt for when I meet my new best friend in real life and get proposed to. Yeah. I was literally traumatised, trying to check, but couldn't quite check everywhere. Luckily, for what I had seen, nothing was on me. I don't know how that happened. The gods were with you. Went back to the seat, told him what happened, got him to double check everywhere. He was like, there's nothing on you. I have no idea how you've got away with that, but there's literally nothing on you. Okay, okay, thank thank God for that. But obviously, paranoid that it is. Yeah. Then the concert starts. It's amazing. Best concert ever. She comes off stage, walks through the gangway, touch her shoulder, which was one of the greatest moments of my life. Security bats my hand away, but I didn't like it. touch her leather jacket. It's great. Then the concert ends. We're walking back to the car, and I'm thinking, yeah... If he was going to propose, he would have done it by now. We're walking past this car where this man, and where they had parked, there was like one of those car park spotlights. So you could clearly see them in the front seat where he's fucking proposing. After the Celine Dion concert, he's in his car
1: proposing to his girlfriend. He he missed the ticket there, didn't he? He could have done it. At the concert, he could have done it as you were leaving in the O2. He could have... Why wait till you get back to your car?
0: Well, at least it happened for them. Well, that's true. But they when... didn't get your experience in a hurricane, did they? No, they did not. So oh. Did they have lasagna? I don't think they did. I don't think so. They probably went and got a McDonald's. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's up my alley, so... Mm-hmm.
0: They... So, yeah, I've witnessed one. At least you didn't have shit on you. I mean, silver lining. <laughs> we also didn't become best friends. So, no. There's still hope though. There
1: is. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this weekend. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your stories.
0: Thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> um, this is the final episode. Of season one of the ID Crew podcast. We did it! We did it. It's been pretty epic.
1: It's our you know, we started from nothing. We've got some real loyal followers. We've had three, four, four guests.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm pretty proud of us, Jed. And also the fact that we have absolutely no idea what we're doing, but yet we managed to get a, an episode out weekly. With the with the minimal kit that we have. Yeah. So if Thank you would you. like to send us a donation for Better Kit and so you can see us, just DM us on the Instagram account.
1: I mean they probably don't want to see what we
0: don't like right now. <laughs> I've basically just come back from teaching my spring class and um... I'm a broken woman.
1: <laughs> I've got a busy week in the day job and feel like i've been driving around the
0: country so (laughs) the fact that i'm here is a miracle a miracle (laughs) we are also thinking about hosting a launch party um so even though yes we have already launched our podcast we would really really like to see if we could get as many of you guys that listen to us weekly into the same room at the same time and just celebrate all things season one so if that's something that you'd be interested in just let us know drop us a dm we'd love to see you we'd love to meet you we'd love to hear what you think um so yeah we'll be guided by you if that's something that you'd like if you'd like to come down and meet us and celebrate all things i do podcast um that would be great we would probably be hosting it sometime in the new year probably february time around valentine's day Mm -hmm. um so yeah It'd be great to hear from you, and thank you so much for being with us over the last eighteen episodes. How many months is eighteen? Eight, That's four and a four and a half months. Nearly, yeah. Is it nearly five? Nearly five months. Yeah.
1: Wow. And we haven't missed a week. No.
0: No, we have not. We're,
1: like, really sat here
0: really <laughs> proud of ourselves. Smug. <laughs> we are just smug podcasters. <laughs> smug professional podcasters. That are also humble for you listening every week. <laughs> um, the final time, then, for season one. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. You've been listening to the I Do Crew podcast with Jen and Emma. Keep up to date with our podcast news by following our I Do Crew podcast Instagram account. Thanks for listening.